Welcome to Naturally Well, a podcast to help you live a healthier and happier life with a Nordic twist. I'm your host, Kate Turner, registered dietitian, personal trainer, Nordic Naturals nutrition specialist, and owner of Live Well with Kate. Today, we have a very special episode featuring our sustainability expert and dietitian, Abby Cannon. We'll be highlighting some of her best tips and advice for reducing food waste and how to incorporate habits that are better for your family's health and the health of our planet that she shared with us throughout her time on our podcast. Abby is an attorney turned dietitian, sustainability, low waste, non-toxic living expert, and a yoga teacher. And she is also a mom to an adorable toddler. She's the owner of Abby's Food Court, a private nutrition practice focused on supporting women who are trying to conceive, pregnant, or in the postpartum phase. Abby counsels her clients on nutrition, mindful movement, and low-waste non-toxic living and helps them optimize their health and the health of their entire families. One of our favorite Abby quotes is, once you bring awareness to it, you can't ignore it which tells me that one of the best ways to start making sustainability changes in your life is to educate yourself more and educate Abby will, but still from a realistic standpoint. What were some of the things that really stood out to you in terms of like the health connection with sustainability? I think, especially when I started work with clients one-on-one. And I'm glad you brought up snacking because I think that that's one of the best examples. We often talk to our clients about reading nutrition labels and all my clients, anyone I meet, they're like, okay, what's a healthy snack? And when you start to think about it, right, you'll look at the ingredients and we want ingredients that you can pronounce, that you understand what they are. There aren't additives. So a bar, let's say, one that I would quote unquote approve of would have dates and nuts and seeds. And then I'm like, like just have some dates and nuts and seeds. You know, we're obsessed with, with the convenience of it. And I think our obsession with convenience just derails us from realizing like you just need to eat real whole foods as often as possible. And when you are focused on that, it's easier to resist all of these packaged goods. Even if they have great ingredients, we, we forget that we can just eat the ingredients. Yeah, it's so true. And I, I hate the bar movement. I feel like that's the one question I get all the time. Is this bar good? Is this bar? Okay. And most of the time they're not. Um, but that's interesting. Yeah. Even if they are quote unquote good, Mm -hmm. they're still coming in a single use plastic wrapper. They're still, um, I can't, I can't think of the word, um, distracting us, I guess, or in in, causing us to fall into this. We need everything to be convenient, Mm -hmm. but there are some times when a date or a handful of almonds is really just as convenient. You don't need it to be wrapped in a package. That's, and that's exactly what I'm thinking is, okay, take your, you know, hopefully you're using like a silicone package or, you know, a glass Tupperware, just pop some nuts in there, pop two dates or some dried fruit. And you know, how long does that really take you? Yes. For both items, you still have to go to the store, Mm -hmm. right? It's for both. And then you have them at home, but really does it take you that extra step? And I think it's, it's just something as human beings, it's that thought process that it will almost like sometimes for 
meal prep. People are like, oh, "Oh, I can't do it. It's going to take all day. It's like, no, I'm going to teach you a way. It's going to take you 30 minutes and you're going to have stuff for the whole week. Right. Um, So again, it's just like that little roadblock. So how do you get people to get over some of those roadblocks? I think you have to point out the obvious things that people look at all the time and then become desensitized to. For example, we have no relationship with our garbage. If you live in an apartment and you put it down the chute, you have no idea how much garbage you're accumulating in a day. Uh, I live in the suburbs of New York City. I put the garbage at the end of my driveway. Well, I don't, but (laughs) (laughs) uh, someone puts the garbage at the end of the driveway and we never see it again. Uh, And there's this disconnection, right? We just don't we're not aware of it. But once you start to be aware, okay, like how many times am I throwing something away in the garbage? Or, oh my God, that's a lot of snack wrappers that I see in my garbage. We're not primed to notice that to begin with. But once you bring awareness to something like your garbage, you can't then ignore it. So once I learned about the zero waste movement and I was it was like a light bulb went out where I was like, Oh, went on where I was just like, Oh my God, look at how much I'm throwing away. Once you start to become aware of your garbage, what you're throwing away all the time, then it starts to eat away at you. Like it literally was like, I, I can't deal with how many wrappers I'm throwing away. And then you're primed to make change. And the change I hate to use the word easy because everything, it's all relative. Like something that's easy for me might not be easy for you, but it's much easier to make a change when you are so sickened by your behavior and when it just doesn't align with your values. I think awareness is really the most important starting point. Today, we're going to really be focusing on how to produce less food waste. Um, Just what we can start doing, like little habits we can start doing around the house. I was just sharing with you, we just moved into a new house and I really want to start some new habits. You know, we've tried, my husband and I have tried things here and there. Um, Certain things have stuck and others haven't. So I kind of want to get into the nitty gritty, but thanks so much for coming back on. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to connect with you and to talk about my favorite topics. <laughs> and I think food waste is the best topic that merges my training as a dietitian with my expertise in sustainability. It's like a really nice marriage. Oh, completely. I mean, they go hand in hand, right? Um, and actually, you know what? Let's start there, Abby, with just like, why should people care about producing less food waste? The So just some really overwhelming stats, 40% of the food in the U.S. is never eating, eaten. That's $165 billion worth of food. Oh my God. Right? So that's like huge. So if you care about nothing other than finances, you're wasting a lot of money on food. It's estimated like $1,500 a year. And like, I think that's pretty, I think that's low. (laughs) I think that's a low estimate. Just like 
and eyeballing even the waste that I produce. So you're wasting a lot of money on food and you're wasting a lot of resources. And I think particularly now with the crazy weather we're experiencing and seeing around the world, like climate change is here and it's making itself known. It's really scary. It's really overwhelming. And so much of that food waste happens in our kitchens, in our home. Scary, but also great because it's a really wonderful opportunity for us as individuals to make a difference in our own home and then make a difference, you know, overall. Yeah. And what I think, you know, hearing that stat about 40% of the food isn't eaten in the U S my, you know, my heart and my mind goes right to right underprivileged kids or families that can't afford to buy certain foods for their children. Um, I used to work at WIC Abby and it's like, you know, you see it all the time or it's like the, you know, getting fast food because it's the cheaper option. And just hearing that stat, like that's what drives it home for me, you know? Totally. One in eight Americans struggles to put food on the table. Worldwide, we have, you know, really despicable rates of malnutrition and undernourishment, right? That um, should, just, just shouldn't be the case. So it really, that's such a great point. And that should have been my leading point um, because it, it, it is, it's just despicable, right? We're just wasting so much at home when so many people could use that food and we're not wasting food that's gone bad or yeah. food that we couldn't prevent from going bad. This is like all on us. <laughs> yeah. And I know there are systems in place, which I, I'm really glad actually you brought up the financial piece of it because everyone has different motivators, right? Totally. So like, just because that resonates for me, the financial piece of it may really resonate for a family that is struggling. Right. you know, to make ends meet, or maybe they're not, but they're just concerned about their finances. Um, and I know there are programs like some restaurants can use for extra food to be able to mm-hmm. donate, but it's also a very finite window to right? And there's lots of regulations on what they can actually donate. Correct. Totally. Totally. And so much, uh, I think, and we talked about this in the last podcast, right? The first way to tackle any of these issues is to do an audit. Like what, where are things going wrong? What are you wasting? Uh, and why are you wasting it, right? The audit's the first step because then you can really tackle what's going on for you personally. But uh, a lot of people, like the regulations are around sell-by dates and use-by dates mm-hmm. and food could be perfectly fine but a grocery store or a restaurant has to toss it because of these rules about the dates. And of course we don't want to be selling spoiled food, uh, but the dates to a certain extent are arbitrary. Yeah. The smell test, right? Good old smell test for dairy. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. As a vegan, vegetarian, or non-fish eater, it can be particularly tough to meet your daily needs for omega-3s, as well as other key nutrients. Luckily, algae oil is a fabulous alternative to fish oil, providing a potent and direct source of the omega-3s EPA and DHA. 
Nordic Naturals is proud to be the number one algae oil brand in the U.S., while also offering other high-quality vegan vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and select plant-based ingredients to help keep your family healthy. Head to Nordic.com and use the code NaturallyWell15 for 15% off all Nordic Naturals vegan and vegetarian products for adults, children, and infants. Just think about that, all that food waste that is happening and that we're creating during the holidays. There are so many people that are hungry and that are going to soup kitchens during that time and need extra support. So really thinking about too, if you want to make some of those extra dishes that, you know, nobody eats, see if you can donate them or if you can, you know, give some of those extra pies to, um, you know, your community center near you, but maybe just if you haven't already look into what's in your area. I know for us, because we're new to Wilmington in North Carolina, Pat and I are trying to find what's going to be the best option for us. I think we found a really good place, um, called nourish here that does a variety of things. Um, and unfortunately I feel like, you know, we want to get to doing this stuff, not just around the holidays, exactly, but it's but a there start can be extra motivation. Now. Yep. It's a start. And I just, those, those statistics are really disheartening just yeah. of all the food waste we do create. But thinking then too about all the people were, you know, wasting all of that food and people are still going hungry at the holidays. So how we can support that as well. Yes. Donating is such a great option. Uh, and if I can emphasize something again, it's mm-hmm. take, this doesn't need to take hours, right? Take 10 minutes ahead of time to just have a plan going yep. in. Like, this is where I'm going to donate. Don't wait until you're looking at their fridge with all the food and then try to figure it out. Like do it now, uh, do it ahead of time so that it's a no brainer when that time comes. And then you'll know like, okay, they take homemade things. They only take cans. They, you know, you can, you can figure that out into your plan for how you're going to tackle reducing waste this holiday. But it just, it just takes a little bit of planning on the front end. No, that's that. I love that because that is the first step. And it's kind of like what we talked about in our last episode, like cleaning out your fridge and starting with a blank slate. Yes. If you feel like you can never find things or things are always going to waste, take the extra time to have a plan. Yes. Know what you're going to do before the holiday actually gets there, because right. then all of our brains go to mush. Right. And we get to the point where we're just like, there's no time. There's no time. And this doesn't um, have to take hours. No, not at all. You know, I, I bet it could take you 10 minutes to figure yeah, out. Make it, make a few phone calls, yeah. find a few places, call them, ask them what they'll take. Also in the time frame that they'll take it. Yes. So think about that too. A lot of places and most places won't take like your leftovers that they've already been touched and eaten. But if it's maybe a pie you bought and nobody touched it or ate it and it's still wrapped and packaged, see what the time frame is and windows that they would take it. Yes, absolutely. And just factor that in when you're thinking about what you're making, what you're eating. Maybe if they do take pre-made food from home, but not like your actual leftovers, maybe you leave out, you know, you serve half of the dish that you made 
you don't put all of it out. That's a great idea. Yep. And And if if people want more, you can serve more. That's a great idea. But if if they don't want more, they don't need more, then you have it all ready to go to, you know, to donate. Oh, Abby, I love that. So what would you say just to like, you know, to get right into it? And I think I'm sure more and more is going to come from it, but what are those, and I love Abby, you always use the term like a low lift. What are those easy low lift ways that people can start producing less food waste, whether it's in their home, out of their home, et cetera? Let's start with eating out, right? Bring your own container and don't be afraid to pack your own leftovers to bring home. Uh, That cuts down on physical waste too, right? We're avoiding plastic, but even if it's like four string beans, take it home, eat it the next day, throw it into your omelet in the morning, the next, the next morning. Um, I I think, you know, the portion sizes, again, as being dietitians, we know this, uh, like no one should eat this amount of food. We're not Michael Phelps. We're not trading for the Olympics. Uh, most of us are sitting at home all day. Uh, you know, we just don't, we don't need a lot of food to survive and to thrive. We need enough, but not these crazy portions that were served. So don't feel like you have to finish your food at the restaurant and then feel sick and bloated afterwards, pack it up, bring it home, and then know that you have it in the fridge. So no, I'm going to have it tomorrow for lunch. I'm going to have it tomorrow for dinner, like designate a time that you're going to have it. So it doesn't sit there and end up spoiling and you have to throw it away. And honestly, Abby, that's a great motivator. I know for a lot of clients, like the motivation to only eat half their plate is like, oh, now I don't have to worry about lunch tomorrow. And something I know, um, Pat and I love to do when we go out to eat and it also really helps our wallets is we split stuff. And I know not every couple, or like if you're going out to dinner with someone, sometimes it's not conducive if you have different dietary restrictions or just taste buds. (laughs) Um, but generally we will try and pick like an app and an entree to split, but we always know, and we always say to our waiters, like keep one menu here. Cause we may eat more. Cause sometimes I think people are nervous to do that because they're scared. They're going to be hungry. Yes. And the great thing is usually we finish almost everything. If there's anything to bring home, we always bring it home. But it's also, it makes going out to eat so much cheaper. And then we also get to have that experience of like enjoying the food together. We get to talk about eating the same foods. And we always find when we get our own separate meals, we have so much left over. Yeah. And we're so, so much fuller, like just not as content afterwards. So if you do, if you are going out to eat with someone, whether it's a friend, a partner, et cetera, that, you know, you can split stuff with, just try it. It's fun. You can always order more food. They don't shut down the restaurant on you. You know, you get there pretty late, but that to me, I know at least when we eat out has helped us produce a lot less food waste. I love that. I love that. And I, I love how it ties into the experience around eating food, making it more enjoyable, mm-hmm. having more to talk about instead of just like having your blinders on your food comes, you eat it. You don't even know what happened and you, your stomach's really full. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, and it, and that's where too, like, even if restaurants offer like 
the appetizer portion or things like that. Those are always great to get. And cause it is true. I mean, there have been times like you bring that food home. And if you don't, I love that you said, I have a plan for when you're going to yeah. eat it because it can just kind of sit in there and then it goes bad. It also makes your fridge smell, which is never yeah. pleasant. <laughs> yeah. And then it really is a waste. It It is. And, you know, we're all guilty of this. I think going back to like actionable things you can do at home. Yeah. It's not super sexy, but you need to have an organized fridge. Like this yeah. is non-negotiable for health and for sustainability purposes. If you are unorganized, there's no hope. <laughs> like you are just fighting an uphill battle every time you go to eat. I know right now we're in the middle of construction. My house is upside down and I look in the fridge and I just, I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with this. I don't have a counter to cut my vegetables on. Like everything's exploding. And I just want to close the fridge and run away. Right. Uh, and when we have that experience of opening up the fridge and there are things that are old and there are things that are moldy and like there, when did you get that orange? I don't even know. Or like the spinach in the back of the fridge, like don't even go there, right? You're never going to eat those healthy foods and you're always going to waste them. Yeah. So how, how would someone set up their fridge to be the best to produce less food waste and have things spoil less? First, clean everything out. Let's start at a clean slate, right? Make it shiny and clean, get in those corners, get in those cracks, um, and start afresh. Maybe there'll be some waste involved in this cleanup, but you're starting something new and hopefully it will eventually lead to much less waste. So this is worth it. And like, if it's sitting there going bad anyway, you have to throw it away, right? You have to get rid of it. want to hear more on ways to incorporate habits that are better for your family's health and the health of our planet, be sure to go back and listen to Abby's full episodes. Thank you for listening to Naturally Well by Nordic Naturals. And remember, you can catch some of our episodes of the podcast on our Naturally Well YouTube channel. If you want to know more about me, you can follow me on Instagram at livewellwithkate, where I typically live on my stories, providing a variety of daily health and wellness tips. Naturally Well is hosted by myself, Kate Turner, and produced by Andrew Steven. If you have any questions, please send us an email at podcast at nordicnaturals.com, and we hope to answer your question on air. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.